teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, the senior pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. I think the first place I want to start from is um, in the book of Acts, chapter 10, verse 38. Acts 10, 38. Hallelujah. It says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. This was uh, Peter in the house of Cornelius, right? And he was explaining to them what had just happened to them. And what was it that happened to them? The Holy Ghost fell on them. And they were baptized in the Holy Spirit. And the evidence was clear. So much so that Peter was like, wait a minute. We waited in the upper room for a while for this to happen. Having been with him for so many years, we saw how he was arrested, tortured, and we, we saw him resurrected. We listened to him. Look at these ones who just Gentiles. And I was still trying to explain. Boom! And in explaining what had happened to them, he came to that, this part of the scriptures and bringing it home that is tying the knots together, he said, this is about one man, Jesus Christ, whom God anointed. Hello. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He says, with the Holy Spirit and with power, and then he went about doing good. Uh-huh. Healing all who are oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. Glory be to God in the highest. And of course you will recall that Jesus actually told them that they should not even venture until they receive the Holy Spirit. Glory be to God in the highest. So in other words, on the day of Pentecost, they were anointed. Hello. They were anointed. But leave that alone. You find it corroborated in his own very statements in Luke chapter 4, verse 18. Luke 4, 18. Jesus, quoting him, said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Why? Because he has anointed me. Glory be to God in the highest. Amen. Then it began to roll out all that he will do. And everything that will do will be to loosen the chains of oppression, to set humanity free, to 
and may fulfill his own assignment on earth, the reason for which he has been created and he was living on earth, and to the intent that God will be glorified in the name of Jesus. He said with his own mouth, he said, see, uh, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because God has anointed me. When God anoints you, it's with the Holy Ghost. And like we see here, it is for an assignment. God doesn't just anoint But the reason I'm starting with this too is because I just want to zero, just stay on the anointing, okay? I can tie it to a new song. As much of what it does in this side of a man is that it makes you sing. Believe that. It affects your mood. But that's not where I'm going. Peter talking about him said how God anointed him. When he would talk about it, he said, I am anointed with the Holy Ghost. Here David, Psalm 89, he said, Horn, he has exalted like a wild ox. 92, that's right. He said, My horn he has exalted like a wild ox. He says, You know why? Because I am anointed with fresh. Listen. Why do we have anointing service? We remind ourselves by celebrating the present and ongoing ministry of the Holy Ghost in our lives and on earth. There will be many areas where the redeemed Christian church doctrinally may say no, no. You know what? They celebrate the Holy Spirit every month. They've taken over the whole world. I have a conviction coming here today that you've been hearing of new beginning and permanent presence of God. Somebody will begin to enjoy it like never before from today. In the name of Jesus. You see why we talk of the Holy Spirit and the anointing? You can't talk. You can't say one without the other. When we talk of the anointing, it is the Holy Ghost that affects it. When we talk of the Holy Ghost coming upon, upon him, what does he come to do? Anoint the person. Hallelujah. I said, glory be to God in the highest. Glory be to God in the highest. Amen and amen and amen and amen and amen and amen and amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm excited. Because I find myself just thinking and thinking and meditating that he is that, hey, I need the Holy Ghost more than I have ever needed him. I need him. In many things, we get overwhelmed and frustrated. The only antidote to frustration, consciousness of the spirit. In any area of life, the only antidote to frustration, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. You can be free. You can be worryless. 
you can rejoice the rest of your life. Holy Spirit. So, when we talk of the anointing, let me just quickly show you effects of the anointing. But we can get from what you've read how God anointed him with the Holy Ghost and with power. So you can't have the Holy Ghost without power. You can't. You can't have the Holy Ghost without power to be effective, power to break through, to cut through in your area of assignment. And what we come to do when we talk of the anointing services, we come to give attention to the Holy Spirit and his ministry. You will excel. I will excel. We will excel. In the name of Jesus. You know, God just ministered to her. She's coming with her testimonies. And I have an assurance in the name of Jesus that not just you and yours. You will testify this year. You will sing new songs. In the name of Jesus. What the devil easily used to distract you and to frustrate you will not be effective this year. Amen. In the name of Jesus, it will not be effective by reason of the anointing. Hear what Isaiah said of the anointing. Chapter 10, I think verse 27 of the book of Isaiah. Isaiah 10, 27. So it will be in that day. Remember Isaiah was prophesying before Jesus was born. Maybe you should understand some things. If you see what, if you see, hmm, if you see something before he was born and something after he was born, the difference is really clear. For example, talk of our healing in the book of Isaiah. He said, by his stripes, we what? Yeah. Isaiah said, we are healed. He was talking of the future. But by the time you see it in Peter, he said, it's done. Yeah. Isaiah was looking forward to the cross. The faith of the Old Testament saints, they were believing in exactly the Lord Jesus Christ that we believe in, but they were believing in the fact that he will be born and he will do so. They were looking forward to the cross and that faith, believing God that, that they got it. We will look back because it is accomplished, it is finished. Until the statement is finished, we were not born into this realm. Is somebody hearing me? Praise God. You see, like that sister was specially ministered to in different areas of your life in the course of this service, you'll be ministered to. I will be ministered to. In the name of Jesus. So it will be in that day that the burden of the Assyrian will be removed from your shoulders and his yoke from your neck. Uh-huh. The yoke will be broken because of the fact. I argued with somebody before, they said, ordinary fat. Hey, when the fat in the neck of an animal is tearing iron to shreds, is that fat? That's the anointing. And the anointing can rest on anything. Although many other versions say that because of the anointing oil. The oil is oil, but because we are conscious of the anointing and it's a point of contact, a symbol. Of course, when I anoint raising my faith in God, there will be a result. But look at what he does. He destroys the yoke. Glory be to God in the highest. 
Again, I'll just pick this one. This one says it's broken. Broken. But King James says it destroys. When you use the word destroy, it cannot be mended for use again. I mean destroy. That's why the Egyptians you saw before, you will never see again. When God comes in the anointing to do something through you and for you, what used to be a hindrance will never exist again. That's the way he does it. So if you ask the question, how come I still have some troubles? Well, because the devil is never, never tired. And even with Jesus said, he left him for a season. But ultimately, he won and he continued to win. Your life will be a life of victory in the name of Jesus. <laughs> you will live triumphantly all through life into eternity in the name of Jesus. All right. So what does he do? Isaiah 45, just show you. Because I'm just trying to introduce Isaiah 45, verse 1. From the New King James. Thus says the Lord to his anointed. You know, we're talking about anointing. To his anointed, to Cyrus. He says, whose right hand I have held. Now, you know, this was prophecy. And uh, even in the physical, did you see God? Hello, is somebody here with me? Did you see God physically holding the hand of Jesus? But what does the anointing translate to? It means God is holding you Whose friend I have held? Whose right hand? Why right hand? Because most of us are right-handed. That's the hand of activity. And of course, talk of the right hand of God, where Jesus is seated. He said, I'm holding that right hand. Did anybody see God holding Jesus? Because he was anointed. We didn't. But the effect was clear, totally undeniable. This year, <laughs> the fact that you are anointed will be undeniable. Amen. In the name of Jesus, whose right hand I have held to subdue nations before him. So when the anointing comes, there's a subduing. And I'm not joking. He says, how God anointed, demons were subdued, sicknesses were subdued. I mean, they bowed before him. That's what the anointing does. That's what it means. Is the presence of God. How can God be present and the death? He flees. In fact, as in terror. <laughs> Who's right hand to have heard? To subdue nations before him. Next line. And lose the armors of kings. I'm talking of the effect of the anointing on the life of a man. And please, can I quickly say this? Because we make the mistake usually of limiting God to the mundane. He takes care of the mundane, the subconsciousness, and the spiritual all together. So when he says to subdue, it's in all him. So don't limit him to just your health and your finances. You see, it would be a mistake to take your eyes off God and put it on your need. No! Put your focus on him. Your needs will be met. He said, these things will be added to you because what is causing the inadequacies in your life will give way. Why? When his presence will suck any devil. And when there is nothing to restrain you. Tell me if you will not spread. 
you will spread this year. I say in the name of Jesus, you are spreading out this year. I say you are spreading out this year. In the name of Jesus, he will lose the armors of kings. What does that mean? He will see their abilities, their confidence, what they think they have in terms of weaponry. God will make them available and much more to you. In fact, your very posture will intimidate the devil. On account of who you carry in the name of Jesus. I'm talking of the year 2020. And I'm talking of the first anointing service. We have come to acknowledge God. We have come to say, without you, we can't do it. We have come to say, we need your spirit. I will open to him the double doors. His gaze will never be shut, never again. Open door which no man can shut. I say open doors which no man can shut. The anointing opens the door. You will see you achieving what you will know in your own power that is not by your mind. Remember Zechariah chapter 3? After toiling and toiling and struggling and struggling for years and look like it will never happen, decades. Say it's not by power. It's not by mind. It is by what? My spirit. Somebody shout the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. This is a different year for you. It's a different year for me. In the name of Jesus. Lose their mouth, kings, open the double lift doors so that they are never short again. They will never be short. Don't give unnecessary credit to the devil. If you feel pressure, just say, Holy Ghost, I welcome you and kneel. Don't begin to say, Devil has shut. Devil can never shut your door again. I say, Can never shut my door again. In the name of Jesus. By reason of the anointing. And what will that happen? What will then happen? Go, go ahead. He said, I will go before you. Uh huh. No wonder he's holding his hand. Okay. So when you see me move, know that there's someone before me. There's someone behind me. There's someone surrounding me. Of course, it is in him I live, I move, and I have my... In who? In Jesus the Christ. Not just in Jesus the man. In Jesus the Christ. The anointed one. It is anointing. Glory be to God in the highest. Hallelujah. Uh, I will make the crooked places straight. What, what he says that by your own strength and the, your, your, your own ability, you can't straighten what is crooked. But when I move before, they straighten before me. So they straighten before Jesus. You walk on the straight part. Somebody say, I'm anointed with fresh oil. In the name of Jesus. No wonder my horn is exalted like a wild ox. You know what a wild ox is? Don't venture a wild ox. A wild ox knows no fear. He's wild. Come there, he will root you off. Glory be to God in the highest. I said this year will be ruthless. Uh, yes, in your pursuit, you, you, you'll be ruthless. In the name of Jesus. God will go before you. In fact, he's going before you. He said, I will straighten the crooked. I will break in pieces the gates of bronze. 
and called the bars of iron asunder. Look at how he deals with it. The first thing about the anointing is that you are guaranteed the presence of God. And because of the presence of God, nothing will stand against. You know what he said to Joshua? He said, no man shall be able to stand against all the days of... Why? On account of the anointing of the Holy Ghost of my life. And besides, in me, That's why we are here today. We have decided to dedicate this moment and this first moment of the, work, the working day of 2020 to God. Watch the rest. I say in the name of Jesus, watch the rest. Then the next thing is that it will destroy whatever will hinder you. Then he will equip you to intimidate your enemies. Look at the next one. I will give you treasures. It says those who pursue money will never be satisfied. But when God gives you, you will have plenty and you will be satisfied. I think you'll be satisfied with plenty this year. In the name of Jesus. Can you see every, this is what they're writing us? The hidden riches of secret places. That you may know can you see God? He will anoint you to prove to you that He is God. He called you. He called me. He will do all this to prove to you. I wonder why He has to prove to anybody. He is God. But that's His character. This year you will see. You will see the proof. I say you will see the proof. Of your calling, of your uh, uh, in the name of Jesus. So it's not by power, it's not by might, the pursuit of your life, the race of your life. It's not power, it's not might, it's by the spirit. That's what we are making clear. We are not denying the fact that you have issues or you have challenges or you have problems. No, we're not denying that. But we're saying take advantage of the presence of the Holy Spirit. You are anointed for exploits in the name of Jesus. I say in the name of Jesus. Having said that, now let me take you see, how does he do all these things? He will be using man. That's right. And our assignments are not exactly defined the same way. That's why some people will be pastors. And that's it. The rest of their lives. But some people, the pastoring will be secondary to where they're going. Some people will be engineers. And that's it. And without engineering, they will move the whole earth. Because it's an assignment. But some, the engineering will just be secondary to where God is still taking them. He will take you certain parts so that you can now be fully equipped to do what he wants you to do in your ultimate station in the manner he has trained you. And that's why you see pastors, some pastors became pastors from being farmers. Some became pastors from being engineers. Some became pastors from being lawyers. But if you look at their pastoring approach, you will see the spirit of counsel, but you will see the different dimensions of, come on, human knowledge being employed by the Holy Ghost. We are not all the same. We all need all. You need everyone. Glory be to God in the highest. But the way you can really ultimately benefit from everyone is for you to be appreciated.
appreciative of what you have. When you begin to know who God has made you, your confidence will rise. Oh my goodness, glory be to God in the highest. And then you can begin to draw from all that God has given you. You may say, I'm not enjoying it like they are enjoying Look at them on the platforms of the world. Look at where I am. Come on, there are, hey, this life is lived in stages. You will get there. You will get there. When the world begins to make a demand on God's ability in your life, responsibility will rise in you. You just find yourself, oh my goodness. Assignments are never for you. It's for people and to glorify God. That's assignment. So anointing is not for you. It's to enable you to the extent that it's for you just to enable you to serve the people through God. Or to bring God's hand and God's services, God's help to the people. So what's anointing? It's an enablement. Some will use it in governing. Some will use it in different areas. Some <laughs> in politics. Some is in the hospital. Some is in educating children. So that when they grow up, they will never depart. If you don't have the knowledge of God, you'll be saying, all he or she does is just educating children. Look at them. I educate the doctorate holders. Uh, yeah. If she didn't do her work properly there, he didn't do her work properly, you will never have them there to enter. The time has come when God will elevate you and promote you in the area of your calling. And all to his glory. In the name of Jesus. And so you begin to discover that the first thing that God will expect you to pursue in any area of your life is the Spirit of God. Honest is the Spirit of God, is the Holy Ghost. That's why I started with Jesus. He connects in many dimensions in book Isaiah 11. Isaiah 11, 1. Prophesying about the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. He wasn't born yet. He wasn't conceived yet. Just like he was prophesying about Cyrus some 600 years before. <laughs> so permit me. I'm not trying to make a doctrine of it. But this is the pattern we have seen. That you are living at this time in this realm that is on earth. Don't you think God, God knew it long before now? He knew. So for you to ever think that God made a mistake giving but will allow you to be born at this time, ah, ah, this idea. The essence of a service like this is to disabuse your mind and get you trusting God a little bit more and see the rest of your life or your stay on earth change for good in the name of Jesus. There's still a lot, lot more, loads more from you that the world is waiting for. That God expects you to accomplish. See, there shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and the branch shall grow out of his roots. And then verse 2. And here we know we're talking about Jesus. He had talked about cutting down the trees and burning down. He said, but you cannot cut a tree and destroy it as long as the root is in the earth. It will grow again. And so he was saying that concerning the house of Israel. But he was talking of Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord. Now look at the, the Spirit of the Lord. Everybody say the Spirit of the Lord. So the first thing he said, he just said he will be born. And the first thing he said on earth, the first thing he said, the Holy Ghost will be there. He will come upon him. 
The first thing will come upon him. Glory be to God in the highest. And then he listed the six. Wisdom and understanding. Counsel and mind. Knowledge and the fear of God. Glory be to God in the highest. So he will operate in these offices. The Holy Ghost uh, and moving in all these offices. Uh, and he now says of the fear of God, verse 3, he says, his delight is in the fear of the Lord. And that's key. Look at how he started. The spirit of wisdom. Glory be to God in the highest. Hello? <laughs> and understanding. So when the Holy Ghost comes, the first thing he drops on your life is the wisdom for your assignment. And that will include your moral well-being. I mean, I'm sure you know that it's not just case. Character destroys a lot of people's future. As a matter of fact, when I check the meaning in Strong's, Bo, bo, bo. Not even alluding to it. He says it includes basically ability to do the will of God. Glory be to God in the highest. So don't mind any rascal who says that it doesn't matter how you live. It matters. If it doesn't matter how we live, how come people rise up to the pinnacle of their calling, the pinnacle of their career, and some lousy, immoral misbehavior will destroy them? If, if, if the world knows that it matters, why would the child be saying it doesn't matter? It matters how you live. But if you miss it, it matters that you don't allow the devil to keep you there. That's grace. God will forgive you. And you can rise again as quickly as you can. You don't let him put you down, keep you on knocking you down and rubbing your nose in the mouth because you missed it yesterday. No, repent and rise again quickly. That is the grace we enjoy. If anybody thinks that the devil has something against him, the Holy Ghost is our advocate. He can't keep you down. So I say, rise up in the name of Jesus. But watch this. He says, his delight is in the fear of the Lord. Why the fear of the Lord? Everywhere you see wisdom dealt with, in the books of wisdom, reference throughout the Old Testament and even in the New Testament, it says the beginning of wisdom is the fear of God. The Proverbs 31 woman, you will not see anywhere where the scripture says wisdom, but you see the fear of God. When the Holy Ghost comes, the first thing is wisdom. And the last thing we mention is that you are living in the fear of God. So it's wisdom and you are living and walking in wisdom. Is somebody hearing me? You say, is it true? Watch what's happening in Shepherd 15. He says, be filled constantly with the Holy Ghost. How? He said, do not be foolish. Don't be unwise. Be wise for the moment. How? Be filled. When Holy Ghost comes, wisdom comes. I am certain that you will rise out of the seat you are occupying today with the requisite wisdom for where you are going. I say, the days of running and miss are over in the name of Jesus. Someone shout, Holy Ghost! Let's go back to Jesus again. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. And then, of course, the spirit of knowledge ending with knowledge and the fear of God. And in that fear, he revealed his delight. I mean, that was where he lived. No wonder. Every step he took, we saw the wisdom of God. I say from today, in the name of Jesus, your steps will announce wisdom. 
in your company they will see the wisdom of God in the name of Jesus so somebody say can I grab wisdom I say just go for the Holy Spirit is the ever present help it's not going anywhere the Bible say, says of him receive and receive and receive and receive in the name of Jesus hallelujah <laughs> when he knows you like him he's available more than you think he's always there he's going nowhere but when you show him I like you I love you he will manifest I'm telling you I'm talking of the Holy Ghost <laughs> when you tell him when you show him you love him you don't, you don't show off with that. Could be settled on your bed. Ah! So how does he come? He comes in full knowledge, full wisdom. He comes in wisdom. He comes with wisdom. He imparts you with wisdom. It was said of Solomon when he became king. He moved close to God with everything he had. So he wasn't just talking. He was demonstrating his love. Then the Bible said God came after him. And to say to him, what do you want? And simply put, he said, I need an understanding heart for this assignment. He asked for wisdom. And God gave him. You hear him say the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. So down the line after his wisdom was being written about, being sung about all over the world. History still has him as the wisest of kings that ever lived. But down the line, he deviated from the fear of God. Just the, just the fear of God. And that spelled fully. Foolishness. If you read his writings, you talk so much about the fear of God. Hallelujah. So he wrote in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. I'll just read from there. To tell you about what wisdom does when it comes. God walks on you and in you through his spirit. And the spirit does it through wisdom. In your own area of calling, when you see a smart person there, you know. Wisdom separates people. Amazingly, this year, they will know who you are. In the name of Jesus, they will know who we are. In the name of Jesus, regardless of how low or how high, they will know who we are. 4-7, look at it. Here what it says. Go to 6. He says, do not forsake her. Talking about wisdom all along, he says, was writing there. He said, do not forsake her, do not forsake wisdom. She will preserve you. Love wisdom. You see what I mean? You can't love wisdom or love the spirit and it will not come. It will come. And she will keep you. Seven. Wisdom is the principal thing. You can't operate without him. He has all the required wisdom to handle all matters. 
You know, when I was preparing this, he said, one thing that people were taking away from this service would be the spirit of creativity. In the mighty name of Jesus, you were. You ever seen a man or a woman who is failing continuously in life, they lack wisdom. But all hope is not lost. You can say, Holy Ghost, today, help me. Those who despise you yesterday will bow. In the name of Jesus. Because then it will be obvious that it's not by might, not by power. They will recognize the strength power of God over your life and your affairs. In Jesus' name. Okay, look at it. It says, wisdom is the principal thing. Is the principal thing. I wrote it quickly here. Form strong so it doesn't become a word. It said, you want to do well, the starting point is wisdom. Since the beginning is wisdom. Can you now see that God is no fool when he says he'll be born, but the spirit of wisdom will operate on him. Zerubbabel, you are skillful, you are strong, you are large, but see, you have been decades, you have been suffering. Please, let me tell you the secret. It's not by power. It's not by might. Allow my spirit in no time. You are finishing well. In the name of Jesus. Therefore, get wisdom. Principal thing says beginning. The first, the chief. See, your number one desire, your number one pursuit is wisdom. How do I pursue wisdom? The Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, that means you are seeking first the kingdom. After all the many names in Hebrews 11, getting to 12, he said, now it's your turn. He said, wrong with patience and endurance, the reason I said before you. How? He said, looking unto Jesus. The chief thing is him. And wisdom is the principal thing, therefore, get wisdom. Tell your neighbor, say, get wisdom. Yes. Say it again, get wisdom. Yes. You know, I used to, when I read it in those days, I said, ah, okay, I want wisdom. How? So I go after books, which is good. I go after books of achievers. I go after, I mean, a lot of them, were how, where they started from and what school they went to, who mentored them, the kind of, I, I get quite a lot. But I never thought in my wildest dreams that seeking the Holy Ghost will give me the wisdom. He will link you to all of them in a soup and beyond them. And you will now prove to you that your own calling has a uniqueness different from all the ones I've been reading. There is something that you are bringing to the market which nobody before you has ever thought of. I'm talking wisdom now. I'm talking creativity now. Let's finish reading this. You see, therefore, get wisdom. And you know you're getting get understanding, ability to apply stuff. Uh-huh. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Exalt her. How do you exalt wisdom? Exalt the Holy Ghost! And she will pro- You're looking for a promotion. Can't you see? Oh, I feel the fire. Oh my goodness, I feel it like like flowing out of my... Say double honor. In the name of Jesus. In the Holy Spirit, double honor. Say it again, double honor. How? He said, when you what? I can't hear you. 
I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. People in pursuit of one thing or the other, they lose their honor. You will not lose your honor. This is your year of supernatural addition. What people, what people kill themselves to get will, be, will, will, will follow you. They will knock on your door. And you know why? Because God must be glorified. He says, let your light so shine before men. That what? They will glorify your father who is in heaven. He says, when the Lord turned again to capture of them, we were like them that what? Dream. Then it was said among the nations, people will talk about your victory. They will announce your testimony everywhere. In the name of Jesus. Why? He must be glorified. So, are you saying that it's all about his glory? You just got it. And God sees somebody who is striving to glorify him. He will surround you with favor like a shield. He will wrap you around with his wisdom. As a matter of fact, he will become the very wisdom you are looking for. Glory be to God in the highest. He says she will place on your head an ornament of grace. You see what I mean? Principal thing. Can you see the results? A crown of glory. She will deliver to you. I said, the steps you will take that will bring this grace, may you not even remember it again in Jesus' name. Let me finish. Ornament of grace, a crown of glory, it will be. Ah. Hear my son, receive my saying, and the years of your life. Longevity. I have taught you in the way of what? I have led you in right paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered. You see, when we are anointed with oil, you see where we are risen afraid? On the presence of the Holy Ghost, which is within us, which is on us, who is with us already. But we are telling him, we acknowledge you. We know you are here. Let's move. And when you run, you will not stumble. It's not up to the, the wishes or the desires of the witches and wizards. Who cares? It's not up to them who hate you or who don't like you. It's not up to them who are set to oppress. They cannot succeed. You cannot be hindered. You cannot be stopped. Embrace wisdom. Desire the Holy Ghost. You will not stumble. Take firm hold of instructions. Do not let go. Keep her. She's your life. You see why we are anointed all? You see why we remind ourselves of the ministry of the Holy Spirit? Jesus never made the mistake. Everywhere, every second. And yet he was God, but he was operating as man, and so he held on to the Holy Spirit. You know, we started with the anointing. And what's the anointing? Is the Holy Ghost on you. Now go to 16. Shall everybody read for me?
Now turn to your neighbor. Say, do you not know? That means that henceforth in your life, before you take an action, remember your body is the temple. Temple of the Holy Ghost. Don't mess around with the Holy Spirit. Don't mess around with the spirit of wisdom. He still has places to take you. I'm talking of the anointing. Can you see where he is? He's not just on you in the New Testament. He's in you. He's in you now. Let it be converted to wisdom. Plenty of it. In Jesus' name. Plenty of it. You know, I was looking at I was looking at God. I was looking at this. He said, What? We say, how do you, as a Christian, how do you? What's creativity? We see it everywhere. Some of your priests in them don't even know what they are. And this guy said something. He said, there are three aspects to Christianity. I was shocked. I said, what do you mean three aspects? He says, good, true, beautiful. He said, different denominations zeroing on one and pursue that to the detriment of others. God blesses them. But why won't you carry all the three? Everything God did, it was good. Very good. Beautiful to behold. Look at creation. So those beauty. So some only pursue excellence, excellence, excellence to the detriment. So they play around a bit with the truth and there's some hold of the truth, but they, have no, they don't care about the good. And that's why you say, but he's a Christian. But his attitude to people. But they, they, they get so much faith that they say, we are the only one going to heaven. Do we die in hell? But God is everything. That's why we have the flower. So that's why when people begin to criticize some people on this side, I am careful. They start to criticize this, I am careful. So what am I saying? I say, God, give me wisdom. May I ever increase in the knowledge of God so I can walk worthy of the Lord unto all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Colossians 1. So I will be fruitful in every, not just a section, every good work. And yet increasing in that knowledge is the spirit of wisdom. So sometimes when we criticize one part of the body so much and we're like, ah, then God will sit me down and say, is that the devil there? I say, no. I said, keep quiet. I said, well, I said, but I don't understand. I say, I, he said, I know you don't understand, but I'm not saying they are, oh, they are that's the example of everything. No, I said, but be careful how you judge. So I said that to say this, that what's creativity then? In the wisdom of God, hear it. <laughs> oh my goodness. As far as I said something, he said, have you, do you wonder why those in the art room, 
at world. They seem to com- command for life. The beauty. Do you think that the devil was created the devil? He was an angel of light, the most beautiful of all of God's angels. But it got into his head. Pride. And that's why we watch certain areas of our lives. But if we are following Jesus, we will never have that problem. We won't be hindered. The Bible says that it's called the angel of light. Son of the morning. I was reading some commentaries. He said, ah, when God will beckon him, he will only have to move in the presence of God. Ah, ah, excellence of beauty. Songs will break out. Until liquid was found and was kicked out. So you wonder why musicians, people will be crying and falling for musicians all over the world. You think the devil, the devil created music? Some people, people try to tell us that the music of the devil is a lie from the pit of hell. Music is from God. He just happened to be devil, devil, now devil, then Lucifer. Happened to be the head of the choir. He was the choir master. He was the choir director. And the gift and calling of God are without repentance. So kicked out, but the man is still dazzling. You make a mistake running after him instead of running after God. Talk of beauty. I see you this year. In everything you do, the truth will stand. The beauty of the Lord shall be seen. Goodness and mercy following you everywhere you go. In the name of Jesus. I say you are the child of God. Glory be to God in heaven. So what's creativity? Top 10 in the world today. There's somebody there. Woo! Oh, most beautiful woman in the world. Woohoo! Hey! 10 years time. There's another most, most beautiful. In fact, by next year, you're not the most beautiful anymore. Uh, top 10 chart. Wow! Look at that. Look at that. Watch it. Next month, if you are not careful, if you are good enough, you can last for about months, some few weeks, and month and month, you'll be toppled. What does it mean? You are able to connect with people with that song. And then suddenly another one that could connect more came. And besides, wedding on earth took effect on you. What people are used to loses value. But when God is in the heart of it, and the Messiah. Hallelujah chorus. Even the most dead spiritual person, when you begin playing and the Messiah, even when unbelievers play and the Messiah, there's people, what's this? Somebody carried the entirety of God into that. Ask the neighbor, say, what do you have today that is making you feel so prideful? What do you have that you have not been given? God has much more for you! So what's creativity? The Spirit of God enabling you. <laughs> Give me the enablement to connect easily with more people, with whatever area. If it's ordinary writing letters, what's creativity? He will give you the ability 
do something about letter writing. There will be one unique thing that will everybody say, wow. And then the whole world wants you to write their letters. What's creativity? The ability to connect with people much more. And somebody say innovation is when you take that idea and you actually begin to forge it in and connect it. They say we've not seen this before. But it combines the whole three aspects of God. As you live here today, you'll be baptized in the creativity of God. In the name of Jesus. That's why you say, look, and the Spirit of God came upon and he played the instrument. People have been playing before you. How many people have played before? They'll still play after you. And the Spirit of God came upon somebody and they ran into the troop. Eh. The difference is the Spirit of God. First Corinthians 3, 16, 3, 6, 19, don't quote it. That one says, don't you know that your body is the temple? That one says, don't know you are the temple of the Holy Ghost that dwells inside. If you want to say, your body is the temple, one says, you are the temple. Reminding you that this anointing is in you. Come on. And of course, on the first John 2, 27, say the anointing is in you. On the Old Testament, is only on them. In the New Testament, is on me, is in me, is with me. Glory be to God in the highest. Hey, when you live here today, know that you are not alone. <laughs> glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. Okay, now I've finished. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly according to the power that works in you. Even if that's all you pick. That power is achieving power. And says it stresses the ability to achieve more than the achievement. So you have in you the creative ability of God. You have the wisdom of God. His connectivity. That's what the anointing does. Wisdom is the principal thing. It will promote you. It will preserve you. An ornament of grace on your neck. Crown of glory on your head. In the name of Jesus. It will deck you with no, everywhere you go in the name of Jesus somebody say Holy Ghost I need you I need you I need you help me Jesus hallelujah the whole day on my bed I'll say I need him come in your strength and your power Come in your Hallelujah. Spirit of God, we welcome you. Oh, There's somebody here today. Up until this morning. That seeming impossibility has been standing strong and firm before you. But after this service, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you are returning. In the name of Jesus. 
that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12th Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you.